This show is a part of the podcast network of the Walled Garden Philosophical Society, an international community of philosophers and seekers dedicated to the pursuit of truth, wisdom, virtue, and the divine, wherever they may be found. To find out more, go to thewalledgarden.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Searching with Seneca. So in today's episode, I'm going to be moving on to letter number 18 on festivals and fasting. And I'm just going to be focusing on the first four verses today. Uh, And here Seneca is setting the scene. He's talking about how it's December uh, and everybody is celebrating Saturnalia, uh, which is a festival that happened in Rome between the 17th and the 23rd of December, uh, similar to Christmas, but uh, a a lot more hedonistic, you might say. Uh, So the celebrations, basically nobody would work during that time uh, and it would be characterized by a lot of gambling, a lot of drinking, partying, giving gifts, uh, lighting candles to, to represent present uh, the coming of light after the uh, after the winter solstice and of course Seneca being Seneca he couldn't just have fun and let loose for a few days with everybody he had to ruin the fun with a bit of philosophy but <laughs> ultimately the ideas that he's discussing here are very useful and uh, and I want to read these first four verses we'll see what we take away from them and then we'll continue the rest in the next few episodes so he says the following quote it is the month of December And yet the city is, at this very moment, in a sweat. License is given to the general merrymaking. Everything resounds with mighty preparations, as if the Saturnalia differed at all from the usual business day. So true it is that the difference is nil, that I regard as correct the remark of the man who said, Once December was a month, now it is a year. If I had you with me, I should be glad to consult you and find out what you think should be done. Whether we ought to make no change in our daily routine, or whether, in order not to be out of sympathy with the ways of the public, we should dine in gayer fashion and doff the toga. As it is now, we Romans have changed our dress for the sake of pleasure and holiday-making, though in former times that was only customary when the state was disturbed and had fallen on evil days. I am sure that, if I know you right, playing the part of an umpire, you would have wished that we should be neither like the liberty-capped throng in all ways, nor in all ways unlike them, unless, perhaps, this is just the season when we ought to lay down the law to the soul, and bid it be alone in refraining from pleasures just when the whole mob has let itself go into pleasures. For this is the surest proof which a man can get of his own constancy." If he neither seeks the things which are seductive and allure him to luxury, nor is he led to them. It shows much more courage to remain dry and sober when the mob is drunk and vomiting, but it shows greater self-control to refuse to withdraw oneself and to do what the crowd does, but in a different way, thus neither making oneself conspicuous, nor becoming one of the crowd. For one may keep holiday without extravagance, end quote. 
Alright, so what we see here, in my opinion, is another example of Seneca's middle way approach to philosophy and life. Right, and this is really something that distinguishes Stoicism from other philosophies. You see that what Seneca's saying here is, listen, everybody's going mad around me. There's a whole bunch of holidaying and, and drinking and vomiting and, and gambling and all this sort of stuff, right? And, and what, what should I do in this situation? Should I just get involved or should I completely restrain myself? But the answer that he comes to in the end, and this really shows his own unique philosophy, is that he should neither get fully involved with what they're doing, nor restrain himself completely from being involved in the mob, but he should walk that middle way, you know, he should find a way to be in the crowd and, you know, enjoying the festivities with people, but be to, he says to do it differently, right, to do it in his own way. And, and so, in that way, what he suggests is that when you do that, you're not showing that you're trying to avoid the mob, but you're also not becoming them, right? And so, you're kind of walking that middle way line uh, that allows you to practice self-discipline, but also to you know, practice that sociability, that that communal aspect of who we are as human beings, and that the Stoics really understood that. They really understood that we we cannot alienate ourselves from society. To do that would be bad for us. You know, it wouldn't be good for the soul. And uh, and so this is a really interesting difference that we see between, say, stoicism and cynicism. Uh, you know, the cynics were very much about alienating themselves from the society and 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 trying to go with as little as possible—a very ascetic practice, right? Uh, but for the stoics, they they didn't see the point in doing that because there is something within us, there is something within our nature as human beings that draws us to other people. We need to be around other people, and and you do not want to alienate yourself from them. Uh, to do that would be only unhealthy. And on top of that, Seneca makes a very interesting point, which is that it actually shows more discipline to be in the festivities, but to be doing it differently, to be doing it your own way. Because I'm sure you would agree, it, it doesn't take a lot of effort uh, to just say, oh, I'm not going to go to the party or I'm not going to go, you know, go to this celebration. It doesn't take a lot of effort to do that. You can do that pretty easily and it doesn't take a lot of moral courage. What does take uh, a lot of guts is to go and enjoy the celebrations, but to do it in your own way, to do it uh, uh, without being pressured by the people around you uh, to do exactly what they're doing, right? And uh, so I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't uh, enjoy festivities to whatever level you usually do. What I am suggesting is that if you're thinking about uh, bringing philosophy into the way you do everything in your life, then this is the stoic middle way approach. And you might want to think about this the next time you're about to go to a celebration or uh, a place where you know people are going to go wild and out of control. You know, think about uh, the kind of uh, courage and, and self-discipline that you might need in order to do things things in your own way to still be able to practice your philosophy uh, amid the chaos of, uh, of what is often uh, the party atmosphere or the festive atmosphere. And one final point that I would make is that this is just yet another example 
of how Seneca is showing us that philosophy can be practiced in every moment of your life, no matter where you are, no matter who you're with. You can be thinking about the way that you're acting, the way that you're living your life. You can live that examined life where you're actually making decisions, not based on the 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 influence of the mob or the crowd, not based on what everybody else is doing, but based on your own decisions based on your own best judgments about how you should be living your life. And you don't need to go out there and preach this to other people when when you're out at a party. That's not what it's about. It's for you only. It's only your journey, right? And as you're on that journey, you know, you can be using philosophy at every step along the path. And that's what's so great about these these kind of uh, uh, ideas that Seneca throws at us, is that it just gives us yet another way to think about how philosophy can make its way into other areas of our life that we may not have already thought of. Uh, So, again, I hope that what you take away from this is to start to think about uh, all the ways that you can use philosophy in your daily life, Uh, whether it is at a party or at home or at work, you know, wherever it is, you can be thinking about how you can be more consciously aware of the decisions you're making and make them not based on what other people think, but based on what you think and based on what your own internal goals are. So anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you next time.